This week's episode of the South Congress podcast is sponsored by Southern Unique Creations, the best Cajun seafood and wings in Austin, Texas. Located at 318 East 5th Street, 78701, right next to the Weston Hotel. They're open weekends until 3 a.m. They cater all events and can be reached at 512-621-3205. Reach via email at sucatx18 at gmail.com. You can follow them on Instagram at suc underscore tx. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. want to welcome everybody to the South Congress podcast. My name is Cameron. And I'm Peanut. It's episode 31. I want to thank you guys for rocking with us through 30 episodes. Um, if you've been listening to the regular South Congress show, if you've been listening outside of that, I don't know, episode, I don't know, 100, 100 plus, 150, 200, I don't know. It's been a couple of episodes, but yeah, um, I don't know, episode 29, I don't know what we did or who we did it with, but numbers are kind of crazy. Downloads are kind of crazy for that episode. Last week was really good, too, so just thank you, everybody. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, dude, I think we said we were going to read five-star review last week did we ever do that we haven't done that for like two or three weeks since you've been saying it <laughs> okay thank, <laughs> thank you thank you co-host don't mean to call you out but oh, you know gosh um so yeah let me get to this really cool one that we had um right now we are rated at five stars in the itunes store with Sweet. 28 ratings so oh, wow it's not bad yeah keep those up Keep letting people know what you think of the show. It's really appreciated. Even if it's one star, fuck it. You keep telling people that, but no. Well, I'm, just, I'm just saying, I don't want it to be like, you know, the whole dog and pony show thing. Like, if you really don't like us, okay. Please, we'll read it and please, whatever. for the sake of sponsorship, please <laughs> dog and pony show us to death. Pause if necessary. So, um, yeah, we got a review from Nuremberg Schwarzenstein who I'm sure is um, some type of Puerto Rican. Now, uh, the review says South Congress is for the people. Um, finding a podcast that covers the plethora of interest I have in pop culture as a young male of color from the perspective of other men of color is hard enough. Finding one that comes from people that are literally adjacent to my own experiences down to the area where I grew up is nearly impossible. Thankfully, the content that Cam and Peanut deliver on a weekly basis fits that exact bill. From the personal stories they speak on each week to their views on current events. Hashtag Ask Peanut. Oh, God. Damn right. And just feeling like I'm in the room during the conversation as a whole. The South Congress podcast has quickly become one of my favorite podcasts. And I can't wait to see how the show continues to blow up. So, that's appreciated. Really oh, yeah, is. definitely. I mean, it's always Ask Peanut, Free Peanut. What would Peanut do? Anything. Gosh. But, no, thank you so much. Um, like, it's good to know that we're received on that level that mm -hmm. the exact thing that we're trying to do is being seen being uh taken into account and being appreciated like it's great like we really um like what more can you say right oh so let's uh let's see man what's what's your week been like since last episode it's been pretty crazy uh having to get up early Starting the transition of uh, starting school tomorrow with the students uh, this whole past week just had you know just professional developments you know, all that bullshit that comes with it, <laughs> um, scrimmages, and basically just, you know, getting ready to start back up. 
Yeah, it's been, um, and it's weird. You and I typically aren't on the same schedule for what for seven years, mm-hmm. and I finished college a little bit before you did. But <sighs> well, no, I'm just saying, like I did. Um, for seven years, I was working in for profit education, so there's not like an off period or an off season. It's year round. Classes start every month. Like that doesn't change. Yeah. And then I started. Um, you know, I worked at the college level, um, like public college, for three years now, and I've been doing advising for almost a year. And so this is like the first time that I've had to really be on a quote unquote school schedule and like deal with students in the sense of, okay, it's spring. We need to start getting your fall ready. Okay. It's summer. We need to start getting your fall ready. Okay. It's literally next week. We got to get this ready. (laughs) And so you and I um, are actually starting school the same day. Yeah. Like you guys start this Monday. Mm -hmm. We start this Monday. These kids have ran me hot, man. I, there, there are some great <laughs> students out there in the world who are very much on top of the things that they need. And then there are students who need a different level of help and choose not to seek it out until right before school starts. This is why teachers drink. College isn't <laughs> for everyone. Well, And it's not even that college isn't for <laughs> everyone. But the, I think the, the key thing that I didn't know about college because um, I'm, I'm talking about these kids, but the biggest thing I didn't know was how much of it was on you. Like, it's not just about how smart you are. It's on you yeah. putting in the work and making sure you abide by these rules and these guidelines in this time. And that was a hard transition for me. I found that out the hard way when I was pretty much to be put on an academic suspension and I finessed my way out of it. I was right there and I did the same thing. Like it was, it was a, it was a, it was a culture shock. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was different. Like I didn't see that coming. So like I, I'm going to be angry at these children, but I also understand what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, step your game up kids. Um, It's going to be a long semester. Uh, What are you excited about for school this semester? Like what's, uh, what's the thing you're looking forward to the most? I guess mainly just, uh, just football season and just kind of get back in the groove of the health class. Um, Whatever reason, Kids seem to love my class, but I think a lot of it has to do with about 90% of the material that I'm teaching now, which is like uh, just more with like just basically not being an asshole and staying out of trouble, is um, I relate a lot of my personal experiences, so I definitely do tell them about some of the dumb shit that, you know, that we've done and, you know, with like other people as well. And so I think they kind of get a kick out of that. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff in there that I can't. You know, obviously talk about I, I definitely nitpick and I definitely like, OK, we're teaching about this. And I'm talking about these stories and I think they get a kick out of it. And so it's a it's a one semester class. So that, that's the even better thing. So I get a new a new uh, corral of students in the second semester. So it's just kind of like, all right, I got you. Get out of here. And, and also, of course, football season, you know, Texas football makes sense. I think the thing for me, this is really my first basically full year with advising students like Mm -hmm. going from I had you after the end at the end of the fall semester I had you through the spring I had you through the summer now we're in the fall like um, just seeing who's transferring who ends up 
uh, you know, getting their associates here. Um, I got a kid call who had one class left and we had talked before and it was just the coolest thing. It's like, no, like you're right there. Like, congratulations. It was really fun. So I think just um, watching them go through the whole process because, you know, you work in for profit education, you do have kids for like nine months. But in a lot of cases, that's the last time you hear from them. That's the last time you see them for yeah. whatever reason. And, and this tends to be a bit different because they always like, you know, I need a transcript for this or here's how I'm doing in this class. This is the things my new school needs. So um, they tend to stick around and stay a bit closer to home. So that's kind of cool as far as communication goes. So I'm anxious to see kind of how it works out for some of them. Um, <laughs> and also there's some of them I never want to hear from again because – they literally contributed to my gray hairs. Um, be better, kids. Be better. Um, now, let's talk about something we both kind of have to deal with. I'm okay. curious how you deal with it. All right. Helicopter parents. Oh, goodness. Um, just to kind of explain my situation, I had a kid who, again, classes start by the time you hear this podcast, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Who kid had basically done nothing... Up until last week, his goal was to get into the fire academy, take fire academy classes because his dad's a firefighter, but you have to be accepted into the program. Yeah, makes sense. And they just thought that he'd be in it because he applied for it. And then it turned out to, well, if he can't do the certificate program, he needs to do the associates program. Kid didn't take any of his entrance tests. And so he had to literally take the test this week. Um, in order to get in. And when I say this week, I mean, like, they called Friday evening. So if he didn't take the test yesterday, like, that's a semester that he can't go. Mm -hmm. Um, Thing about it was, like, I spent the majority of time talking to his mom. Like, he was on the phone, but his mom was like, I don't understand why this and this and this can't happen. And, like, the, the, the issue with helicopter parents is they want to be explained, like, what's going on. Um... But in terms of what they can do to fix it, and it's like no, you can't. You can't fix it. It's like there's the kid has to fix can, it. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing you can do. You can't. Going to college, yeah, you have you. to. You have to put him there. You have to put him in position. Yeah. I had another one um, right before that who I've been on the phone with like for the last week trying to get her son figured out, and something didn't register with her that we close. That like I have a family to go home to to take care of. Because she was emailing me at like 6 p.m. until 11 p.m. trying to figure out why I wasn't responding to her emails. And it's like, lady, I, I didn't even respond to her. I talked to her the next day. It's like, lady, I can't, you know, I, I have to abide by this schedule. And it's the thing where like he doesn't, my son doesn't understand why this is happening. My son doesn't understand why this is happening. Why am I not hearing it from your son? And granted, there are kids who have educational issues and learning um you know they don't learn the same way they need certain accommodations for classes there are kids like that mm-hmm. this wasn't one of those kids based on all the information we had no it just kind of seems like he just wants mom to do everything for him yeah yeah yeah. it was let me you know what they said about this kid you what know what they, they told me huh? his mom told me he needed afternoon classes Why? because he had been staying up all night and he had just gotten used to it. So he woke up late. Too fucking bad. Just your schedule. Because like, I, I, I would love to I would love to come in to teach at like noon. One. I would love to do that. 
it's like, ma'am, I can't, um, like, I literally can't accommodate your kid looking for classes right here at the tail end of the of the registration period. Yeah. Because he feels like he wants to stay up late at night. Because he wants to get his Fortnite off. Like, I can't, like, what am I supposed to do? I, I can't, I literally can't accommodate that. No. Um, more based on time than anything else, but there's nothing I can do for you. Yeah, I mean, you, you got to adjust your life and your schedule yes, to you, college. Exactly. Like, you like, have to. You're paying for it. And <sighs> you don't want to have to continue paying for it like my dumb ass did at Vista. So, you deal with this on a different level as far as yeah. helicopter parents. Mm-hmm. I, I, what is it like? At like the middle school level, dealing with parents who seem to be more interested in the kid's education than the kid. Um, you know, honestly, with the students I have now, the parents really aren't too bad. Okay. Like they're, it, it honestly reminds me a lot of when we grew up at Taft, kind of like our upbringing. Um, we had parents. Obviously, they cared about us. Um, they wanted, you know, what's what's right for us and mm-hmm. you know everything for us. But they also understood if we screwed up, that was on us kind of thing like like talking with my mom she's like okay like you know if it's some legit you know she might have stepped in like okay hey like what's going on like she's not going to be like oh it's your fault to teach because my mom she's a teacher as well Mm -hmm. but my mom also the the mindset of like you know hey you screw up like that's on you you're going to fix it and a lot of students i have now their parents are the same way like they understand they get it um we recently just had meet the teacher on friday and it was crazy because within about a two-hour window, I had over 70 parents come in to meet me. And all of them, very chill, very down-to-earth. They know what they got. And they're pretty much like, yeah, hey, if my kid's a problem, you know, here's I'm going to put a star. That's, that's, my e- that's my email. That's my phone number. You call me immediately if I need to. I'll come down here. I'll get my kid in line or, you know, put them up front, you know, kind of thing versus the, the first you know, piece of shit school district that I started in. No, I'm always going to reference it because they were bad. Those parents were the worst. They were the helicopter parents that, you know, something happened. The kid would say, well, I, you know, this happened. And the parents would, how dare you yell at my kid? I don't yell at my kid. Well, it's like, well, yeah, that's why your kid acts like a piece of shit. You know, I mean, you know, it, it, it goes have from. You, have you considered the benefits of yelling at your kid? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Because like, like a lot of the kids that I used to teach. With my first years of coaching, you know, a lot of them, if you if you got on their ass kind of thing, they'd immediately start crying, go to the phone and text their mom or dad or whoever the hell took care of them. And they would immediately call us and how dare you, you know, do this and that. And, you know, my miho is this. And it's like, oh, OK, I'm dealing with this bullshit. Whereas now it's like if you get after the kid and you let the parents know, the parents like apologize. and be like, you know what? I'm kick my kids' ass and they get home. Like, hey, do what you got to do. You know, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at you. Like, you know, what? I don't worry about a write up because I know what he what he or she's about to get at home is gonna be worse than what we can do here. So, hey, you got it, parent. So, um, but yeah, just overall, it's really not too bad where I'm at right now. So, and and I'm I'm extremely thankful for that, and also for the fact that a lot of my students that I'm teaching now, they have things that they need. They may not necessarily have what they want, but they got what they need. They have their school supplies. They have, you know, decent set of clothes that, you know, basically the parents are going to give them the tools that they need to be successful, mm-hmm. which that's always a great thing. I mean, even a good example, we're, we do uh, fundraisers to help with the kids uh, because normally at the end of the school year, if any kids do three or more sports, we, you know, like to reward them, give them like a little field trip. Last year we went to Six Flags. Then mm-hmm. we're going to stay in the Austin area this year. And so we do a uh, fundraiser to fan cloth, which has our logo and a bunch of 
it's through it with with, uh, with volleyball and football combined. Okay. So you can get stuff with uh, with our logo and stuff on it. And so this kid wanted a jacket. It's like a forty dollar jacket. And the mom was like, okay. And I was just standing outside the shoulder pad room. And the mom was like, you know what? Okay, I'll order that for you. But you know what? You're gonna earn that damn jacket. Like I better see some good grades. Like you know, yeah. you better stay out of trouble. Like the minute that happens, I'm taking that jacket away. I'll buy it for you, but you're gonna earn it. Like you know, you better do your part. You better do your chores at home and this and this. And I mean, hey. Yeah. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. So nothing at it's de- all. It's definitely a blessing at this point right now with the the kind of parents that I have. I'm very appreciative of them. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, it'll be. Um, I wonder what our conversation is going to be like in December and then in <laughs> May. How we feel about these these kids and their and their methods and their actions. Yeah, that'll be something. So you ready to talk about these hoes? No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the last minute podcast. <laughs> nah, our little, man. Our little brothers over there. Yeah, right. Nah, man. It's been um, nothing too crazy this week, man. It's your, your normal tomfoolery. Um, mm-hmm. You, um, I, I posted this picture on Instagram. Apparently, studs are getting fake beards now. That's nuts. <laughs> I mean, Don't. what's the what's the whole point of that? Might, might as well just get dick. Wow. Nah, I mean. <clears throat> yeah, but I think kind of my whole thing about that is like I don't. What's the best way to explain it? Like me having more hair doesn't make me feel more manly because hair annoys me. Yeah, like I hate seeing a random hair on my back that I can't reach or get rid of, and so like I mean having a beard is cool. I mean having a beard definitely took me places I never thought I'd go. But I um, can't grow a beard. My <laughs> American half says nope. But it's it's almost like it doesn't look natural at all. No, it doesn't. That yeah, I see. You know I saw I mean? the picture. It's crazy. Like it doesn't. It looks like you're playing a game. Yeah. Like I, I don't know how else to like to talk about that. Like it looks like you're trying to play a joke on somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, now, I know you can't currently grow a beard, but if you could, would you wear it? Nope. You would never even wear a beard? No, I, I, I just, I just, me personally, I feel like uh, just with beard is just too much maintenance. It's just too much to keep up with. You're having to trim it all the time because you don't want to look like, like you literally just rolled out of bed and shit, which I mean, there's some people that pull it off well, you know. I literally miles. want to look like I just rolled out of bed. You kind of look like that right now. That is my whole vibe, but I hear you. Yeah, at least like you know, with Miles, like you know, his beard, like that, that shit's on point. Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, if I were to do it, it'd be like splotchy because you know, like I said, the whole Native American jeans and you know, it's kind of like, and Mexican jeans is just kind of like get facial hair, but not really. But if I were to get a beard, it would literally take, it would probably take about two to three years to get what you got going on, and I don't have that kind of time, so I just rather just baby face it and just shave and just say fuck it. Yeah. And look like I'm 20-something, you know, 30-something. I'm definitely finna just go with the soul patch and see where that gets me. <laughs> yeah, I go to, that shit. Just go to Afropunk and go kick it. I just go with, you know, used to kill me. Hmm. Remember back in the day, Matt Hardy had the chin strap but no mustache? I remember that. That was interesting. But then Jeff had, like, the swirl on the cheek that you had to, oh, like, really right. edge. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. I remember when they were... Um, Super baby faces as far, mm-hmm. as far as like their facial features, mm-hmm. like jobbers on superstars. 
And they're also like 50 pounds each. What are you going to do when studs just start wearing football shoulder pads around? Like in public? Yeah. Yank that shit off? When, when studs just start dressing like the Legion of Doom. I'm going to yank that shit off and take it back to my school so I can get my kids to wear for football. <laughs> so I get more football equipment. No, it's, it's the most... And, but It's hilarious. It's, it's one of the most interesting things I've ever heard because, I mean, we've all been naive about things. I've been very naive about, like, same-sex relationships because yeah. I didn't know stuff. And I had to, like, eventually, like, sometimes you got to be hit over the head with stuff. Um there's somebody on a really uh, really popular podcast. Her name's Crystal. She's on The Read. Mm-hmm. And basically, somebody asked her one time, like, well, if you, if you like women who dress and talk and, you know, do things to fit the approximation of men, why don't you just date a man? And she was like, do they have dicks? And she was like, yeah. That's why, and it's like you know, like far be it from me to tell. We can't. We don't tell women uh, what kind of man they should like. Oh, that's and, true. And we know women who date all types of men. Yeah. So, I mean, cook. But let me ask you this. Uh oh. What about women that use strap-ons? Again. That's essentially dick, but it's just plastic, and you can just put away whenever you want. That's probably pretty cool. That's, like I like that's, having that's having your cake and eating it too. I enjoy having my penis, which is kind of cool. But, but it's kinda if up they the told time. me like you never had to have any of the negative um, experiences with the penis, like look, here's one thing a lesbian will never have to deal with: hmm. an erection in church. That's true. Back when I was Cameron Junior, long long time <laughs> ago. Yeah, and you're like you know you're in church. You're like 15. You're 14. Everything makes you horny. Mm-hmm. Everything they give you communion, you're like, Oh, this bread is really good, this grape juice is on point. Next thing you know, and you got to stand up and move. What's wrong with having a boner in church, though? People can see it and tells perverts to look away. Wow, I'm definitely not discussing that. I, mean, I, I used to get boners in church all the time, but that's because we sat some fire ass Mexican females in my church. <laughs> but for real, think about all of the inappropriate boners you've ever had. Well, like. Think about how many times you've been to like SeaWorld or Six Flags in the swim trunks. You see something you like. Next thing you know, you can't get out the pool. I'll get out the pool and just be like, yeah, <laughs> get on, this pool. on packing, baby. What's up? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, I, I, I can see the benefits of, of, of having a detachable penis. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. But I mean, it's, we can say like it's essentially like, like a strap on is essentially like being a man, but it's really not. It's, I mean, uh, women enjoying the feeling of a certain shaped object. So then, that happens to be. Like I guess the only benefit of that would be like you, you're 100 percent not going to get pregnant, but you can probably still get an STD. You should definitely wash your dildos. Um, who really washes it? I don't know who has them. I, I, just, I assume they wash. Actually, it. I can guarantee you that women have probably not washed that goddamn dildo. So, if you went to your friend Heather's place. And it's fine. Heather's my friend, too. <laughs> you went to your friend Heather's place and, like, you know, she invites you over for, like, dinner or whatever. And you're like, oh, yeah, I'll help out. I'll put away the dishes. And you open up the dishwasher and there's just, like, eight strap-ons in the dishwasher. I'd fucking laugh. They'd be great, though. Oh, yeah, I'd laugh. Got, the, like, got, the, got the... Safe sex. Hey. The new, the new Palm Olive coat on them. <laughs> 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 It'd be amazing. But, no, it's like, 
it's kind of like saying if, if we were to say well if you like women who do things to look like men why not just date a man we don't just date unattractive women because they're women we don't like you know what I mean? Like we're not just like oh, like that would be the equivalent of somebody telling us, hey, I know there's some a woman that do, but you know, she, I'm not gonna name no names. Wow, we know somebody who dates ugly girls. I do. Oh, I do. Have you? I also know somebody that is hating on one of my coworkers because his wife is not black, which I thought was kind of fucked up. She looked good though. Yeah. Salute. I, I think that it's weird. Can we even? Can we even say people are ugly? I don't know yeah. if we can. Mm-hmm. Because, I don't know. Have you and I ever actually disagreed on somebody being attractive or not? Yes, we have many times. Well, and, I, okay, okay. And I don't mean somebody being attractive enough to roll around with for a while. <laughs> Russell with? I mean actually attractive. Oh, no, no, no. No, we have I don't think we have. No. I don't think we've ever been like, I think she's we, good looking. I don't think she's good looking. We more or less have the same taste as far as like looks but i think when it comes down to like you said like the rolling around in the pig pen type shit i think there's like several players like nah i kind of want to keep my pelvis intact if you dated if i dated an unattractive woman yeah would you tell me i have well oh dated okay no dated okay again yeah yeah no i would i might be like uh she's fucking ugly (laughs) i would never Tell no, you a girl you like? No, I just wouldn't because like it's not my place to like. I don't know. I'll reword it. I'll, okay, I'll reword it to this. If you asked me my opinion, okay. yeah, 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 of you know what your girlfriend looked like mm-hmm. or whatever, then yeah, I'd be like, okay, she, you know, I would give my honest opinion whether she's ugly as fuck or you know like I a also fucking think, mud duck yeah, or she looks great a mud duck I also think that's something I don't do though yeah I never ask anybody else what they think about somebody mm-hmm. I'm just like yeah that's yeah but a lot of times I'm just kind of like okay hey do you like you know <laughs> get the VJJ get the VJJ indeed yep oh boy someone gotta get it <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with you um, speaking of gotta get it yeah a lot of people got it this week. And what they get? South Congress merchandise. Yes. We had, um, it's an interesting time right now because it's been a lot of transition. We've, yep. you and I started to do the show regularly. Um, I was doing my show with the Torch. Of course, been doing the East Coast cast. And I don't know what really happened. Um, it was just a thing where Okay, we need a bunch of stuff. We need a bunch of merchandise. And you've been hounding me about your free peanut shirt, trying to figure out why they, they couldn't get out. They, they apparently yes. Yeah, so oh God. There you go. Um. So yeah, there shout out go. to everybody who's got um. The shout new, out Craig. Yeah, shout out to Craig for getting. Craig, Craig's out. like my favorite. Craig's trash though because no, he's not. No. Craig got the rich shirt and not the Cameron shirt. Um, so he got a free peanut shirt. That's all I care he about. He did get a free peanut. He shirt. He got a free peanut shirt. He modeled that bitch Matter correctly. Fact, Craig got the the hoodie. He got the rich. Uh, the Rich Fan ECC Foundation hoodie. Because he live up north, right? Uh, Craig, Craig lives in Detroit, so they, these oh, are actually yeah, oh, of value oh. to him. That's that hoodie will probably be uh, good in about a couple weeks. Yeah. If I start using that. Like, yeah, my hoodie, like I can only wear it in the office. 
in for photo shoots. <laughs> like only when we only when we're advertising, I can wear mine. But no, um, so those will be up. And like I told, uh, I told my man uh, Quincy, because mm-hmm. he um, he doesn't listen. He was like, "Yo, I want." Uh, he's like, "I'd love to get that hoodie, but I don't wear another man's name on my back." I was like, "Dog, just wait until I can get in front of the design. I will put your name on it." He didn't wait. He got his own stuff. And so he got the one with my name on it. And then he yeah. saw mine. He was like, dog, I would love one of those. Like, dog, I told you. We said, wait. Specifically I mean, told he, you. He can hold that one, too. And they get another one. Yeah, you right. Know. Shit, send it back. I don't care. Uh, we'll hook you up. Uh, but yeah, so a bunch of new merchandise. Uh, ECC Foundation shirts are out right now. You can get those either on the T Public store for the large front design on the Teespring store for the small front design and the large back design. Again, if you want your own name on the shirt, all I'm requesting is a $5 PayPal holding fee. And then once you order the shirt, your $5 will be refunded. So we want everybody to have their own gear as close as they can get to having it. Yeah, that'd be cool. And then also uh, speaking of that, you know, definitely want to give a shout out um, to my friend Daisy. She, she made... She made uh, our shirts that we were going to have for the for the photo shoot that unfortunately we did not get to have. Um, things happen. <laughs> but I um, definitely want to give a shout out to my friend Daisy with her uh, business, uh, Daisy May Designs. She uh, she made the shirts. I have one that with a Savage Life with the peanut on the back. And you know, it says Savage Life in the letters. Did a really great job. Yeah, it looks I mean, I mean, they came out great. And the, the good thing is like her turnaround time, like she, she can normally do those within like like a day, if that. Um, I know she does more than just t-shirts. She does uh, birthday invitations. She can do like those goofy little, those fucking uh, picture frames that, that people love to take pictures in now. She can do customized like glasses, like uh, drinking glasses, that type shit. Like anything you want, she can pretty much do. And she does a really great job. Her business page is on, uh, it's on Facebook under Daisy May Designs, uh, D-A-I, D-A-I-S-Y, and then May as in like the month of May, and then designs. You can look her up on Facebook and, uh, you know, just hit her up. She'll give you a quote. And like I said, she works quick, does great work. And the best thing about it is that, um, you know, it's kind of like that saying, like you're helping, you know, she's definitely a small business person. Like everything she does is in home. And so like, you know, you're definitely uh, helping her like, you know, get stuff for her kids or whatever, like, you know, they need to further their education. You're not helping like some big corporation thing. So definitely a big shout out to Daisy, uh, Daisy Bella with the Daisy May Designs. Did a great job. And if y'all need anything else like that, hit her up. She can give you a quote. And um, the good thing is she can also mail it out to you. So even better. When these South Congress draws drop, we're going to make a killing. (laughs) Get those. Get those. South Congress speedos, baby. Yeah, man. Mesa buy them all. Oh, hell yeah. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So we, uh, yeah, we didn't get to take uh, our promotional photos just yet. Um, Got some pretty cool ideas for that. So our plan was to do that and then go uh, to our man Zay's food truck. So (laughs) we we ended up leaving South Congress, uh, going... Going to park just north of like Six Seventh Street. So let's let's talk about that. Yeah, please. So you know, trip me out. I've lived in Austin since two thousand three. As a matter of fact, uh, June would have been my fifteenth year living here. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm from you know the DC area, um, the DMV. It's really my first 
big experience with the homeless as yeah. far as them really occupying kind of the same space. Um, but I'm kind of used to it. You, as many times as you've come to visit me, typically we are somewhere around like a, a residential area or suburban area or we're going out kind of late at night to where... You know, if you are homeless, like you're maybe in a shelter at night or we're in one space or really not seeing you, man, we pulled up to the parking meter. Shit. You had, I don't think you'd ever seen I'd that never seen bumps in the day. Yeah. Never in daylight in Austin. We always seen them, you know, at night on, on 6th Street and Dirty Six, you know, getting get some pizza, doing some dumb shit. <laughs> but I've never seen them just literally just parked up and just chilling. Yeah. Like in broad daylight. That shit you know weirded me out i think the thing that was more puzzling and i remember i was staring for like a good and i'm glad I had my glasses on because you can't you can't see in but i can see out and i was definitely staring at this one homeless bitch because she was sitting there you can tell she's homeless and shit like you know her chanclas are all fucked up and all dirty <laughs> what is wrong they're like falling you? apart but here she is she's like on her phone and i'm like the f- one where the fuck you get that phone two where are you paying the bills to get that phone activated like how does that work I'm, I'm, I am curious how you charge the phone. Yeah, that too. Where do you charge it? Like, how how does that work? Like, is there some kind of like homeless underground network we don't know about, or <laughs> homeless underground network? Like, is there something we don't know about? But and then you know, it it just really just tripped me out when you were paying at the parking meter and like that one lady. She Shawty was posted up on posted the parking up, meter, dead asleep, knocked out. It was a hundred degrees outside, and she's a, at least had to weigh about seventy five pounds. Yeah, bless about her like heart. Five foot eight, five nine. Yeah. So and then and we'll skip uh, to the end of the story and come back mm-hmm. later. We're walking back to the car, and your, your homeless boy is charged up, mm-hmm. talking that talk. I don't know what the hell that was. He wanted to fight everybody. He had beef with everybody. He was talking like Lee, talking about the spinners on his car and the links on his chain. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. And another homeless dude was like, "Hey, you need to shut that shit up." And you know what he did? He shut that shit up. I was like, "Wow!" Moving. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, "Whoa!" Because like he's out of nowhere. Yeah. Fuck y'all. He got yeah. Got this motherfucking twenty dollars. Yeah. I it's like what was right. going on, man? I cool. You know, I. I can I hold that $20? What do you even say? You know what I mean? I, I don't I don't hold it against anybody who's homeless at their homeless. I don't know their story. I don't know their situation. Yeah. I like to believe that most people in that situation got there from from a bad day turned into a worse day. Yeah. I like I like to think the best in people and you know, I I've I've done my volunteer thing, you know, I've done my outreach thing. Um Help where I can, you know what exactly. I mean, and and I'm, that's not me saying like everybody owes it to everybody to do that. I just, um, you know, I, I try to get out there a little bit and and do my part. Uh, but it's it's a tough situation. It is. Um, shout out to all of our homeless vets, especially. Oh yeah, for sure. It's just a crazy situation, and we should take better care of all y'all. Um. So let's get to the middle of the story. Let's get to the meat of the story. Ooh, so I'm kicking part. it last week. Yeah. yeah, I'm kicking it last week. Um, out here at this football game, this flag football game. And one of the players that I know, my man Zay, is like, yeah, you know, he's just talking to somebody. He's like, I work a food truck um, Thursday through Sunday. And it's like soul food. And we're out there. And, man, you know me. You know how I feel about some food. 
So I tell him, like, yo, like, let me know what's going on. Like, text me. And I think sometimes when that happens, people do it to to be nice or to have the conversation. Yeah. And then, you know, people think, like, oh, they just, you know, they're not really coming. Boy, we showed up right when they opened up. We sure did. It was um, it was him and two other guys working it. And, boy, I had some fish and some dirty rice. Peanut had some, some chicken strips and some french fries. They showed out, dog. And I ordered some dirty rice to go because it was so good. It was great. It was great. That dirty rice was amazing. What was, that, what was the name of the business? The name of the business, indeed. Let's get to the meat of the topic. Um, we were at, and I don't want to miss anything on this. We were at Southern Unique Creations. Mm-hmm. All right. They're located at 318 East 5th Street. Literally right next to the Westin. Right next to the Westin Hotel on 5th. Um, they are typically open 6 p.m. Uh, on the weekends until about 3. So after all the bars let out, they mm-hmm. do cater. And what we'll do, we'll make sure we put all their information in the show notes this week. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what can you say? It's just that food was amazing. amazing cook, amazing kitchen. Um, they do. Uh, Seafood etouffee, baked potatoes, wings, boudin balls, fish and shrimp tacos, loaded etouffee fries, um, fish, shrimp, chicken strips. Um, they do wings and lemon pepper, hot barbecue, honey chipotle, parmesan. Just amazing. Like, Always, I, too. Yeah. And they're on Uber Eats, which is even better. And they're on Uber Eats. And so we'll have the details so you can get that ran out to you anytime that they're open. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about Peanuts Fat Ass real quick. What's up? He talking about we got to get out there once a month. I'm like, no, dog. I, I will seriously order that dog, once a month. At least so dirty good, rice. It is gotta, so good. We got to pace it, baby. We got to okay, pace once it. Once every two. Okay, whatever. But either way, taking that these, dirty uh, rice was like crack, dude. That was so good. Can't be taking these shirtless model poses with the bandanas on, holding up the well, ECC you. or holding up the SK flag. Well, that's you. That's, that's, I'm not going shirtless. Oh, okay. Peanut's not going shirtless. So he can have as many boudin balls as he likes. Even if I were to get crazy shame, I'm still not going shirtless. Why aren't you going shirtless? Because it's bullshit. <laughs> I'm not going to fat shame anybody. I'm not, who am I fat shaming? You fat shaming everybody. Who am I fat shaming? Everybody. I call, I call people, you, people, people like me that are like, I call uh, you my a jeans, fat ass. My jeans are fucked up that I can't do that. No, you're a fat ass because you want to eat dirty rice all the time. Dirty it's, rice is It's good. nothing to do with your actual physique. <laughs> your fucking, <laughs> your fucking dirty rice fetish is what it is. But no, nah, so man. so good, but... Yeah, Southern think, Unique Creations, man. Um, just amazing experience, fast, friendly service, and great food at a great price. Just mm-hmm. uh, yeah, well, you'll you'll be hearing uh, a lot from us about them. Hopefully, not too much. Peanut trying to get us built like houses again. Yeah, and I think the best part was that you can just definitely tell with the food is that it's it has it's like a family recipe. They didn't have no box, Chief. Yeah, I never had no dirty rice from like scratch. That. Like, yeah, it is. You can tell it's definitely like, you know, been in the family for like years and generations type shit. Like that was very, it was, it was just amazing. That's, that's who the Colonel stole the recipe from? Do what? I'm talking shit. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Yo, so, um, you know, at the time we're recording this, um, it's the day after John McCain passed away Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a fan of anybody losing their father. I'm not a fan of anybody losing their husband. Um, John McCain was definitely like a legit war hero. Yeah. And I sure. wouldn't take any of that away from him. I also strongly feel 
like a lot of the policies that John McCain was behind fucked a lot of people over and that there's blood on his hands because of it. Like, I, I really feel like that. So I don't. I think my thing is, however you feel about John McCain, cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you I, got I don't. It. I, yeah, you, you got it. Like, it, it's not. Um, like, it's not a situation where I'm mad at anybody for the love they have for John McCain. I'm also not <clears throat> mad at anybody for cursing John McCain's name. Like, it's just. Yeah. It just is what it is. Like, yeah, like I think. Exactly. And I think we can be like that about people. Like, I think. Like, I'm definitely legit going to dance when R. Kelly dies. I'm, gonna, I'm serious. Are you gonna step? In in the name of motherfucking love, <laughs> I'm That's... gonna I'm gonna put on a bandana and some shades. Um, I'm definitely going to wear a leather vest. I'm gonna play twelve play one more time. I'm gonna remix ignition really slow, and say fuck R. Kelly. And I'll have some vinyls and throw them under your feet so you slip. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, but. I, I again like po- politics is this weird thing where I think we absolve people from their wrongdoings by saying it was political. Yeah, and I think that that takes the human element out of politics because people's lives are on the line with this politics shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it affects everybody pretty if, much. Yeah, if you did something that lowered somebody's quality of life that didn't deserve it, I feel like I can say fuck your politics. Yeah, and it can just be that. You know what I mean? Like that is genuinely how I feel. Like like John McCain is not somebody I ride for, but I also understand that there are great things that John McCain did that I don't know if I'd be capable of doing. Yeah, torture's a motherfucker. I might tap out. Murder Bret Hart. Might be out of there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a tough guy. Um, but what I don't wish on anybody is like the. They're, them losing their mental health. I, I really don't wish that on anybody. Yeah, like people exactly. deteriorating, I'm not a fan of. That's not cool. And I'm not like a fan of like anybody dying. Like dying isn't cool. Uh, I don't know. George Zimmerman might kick the bucket. I might be down with that. But like, yeah. I'm not like rooting for anybody to die. For the most part, um, <laughs> but. Yeah, so it's one of those things where I was just like, wow, like John McCain died. There's a lot of great things about John McCain. There's a lot of terrible things about John McCain. And wherever you fall along those lines, bet. You got it. It's cool. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Before we get out of here, man, what else you got? I mean, nothing else really. Uh, Just shout out to, uh, what is it, Milan, Flo, Chris, Will, on them debuting uh, their new podcast. Yeah, you'll you'll see. When we can get, uh, we can clear with the censors. That might take a while. Um, <laughs> you guys will hear the last minute, a new addition to the South Congress family. You know all the things it sounds like we're about to say, but we don't say? That's what they, they say. They, they fill that gap. <laughs> That's what they say. It, it's a place where I can go and I can definitely be free peanut. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll refuse to listen back until I get a call. <laughs> until I get the call from the person who was finally going to give us the, who was going to cut the check for us. They're like, you know, uh, we, we were thinking we were kind of on the fence. And then we heard this and yeah, we're going to have to pull. We're going to have to pull out. Wait, come back. Please come back. Jack, come back. I'll get my, re- oh, is that a, a Titanic reference? It is. I've never watched Titanic. I. I'm upset that I watched it. I should have only watched the last 20 minutes of it when they brought on the water and everybody's dying. You got some jaws when you watched Titanic, didn't you? Do what? You got some jaws while you watched Titanic, didn't you? No. 
I never watched Titanic with a woman. I just kind of watched it just by myself in the living room. Well, with that said, <laughs> no, um, I think the only thing we got coming up, um, if you are, and this is like for a few people, and they'll know who they are. Yeah. Um, this coming Sunday, so Labor Day Sunday, um, if you are out and about, definitely link up with us. Um, we're doing the thing that we do at the place that we do it. So we're doing the brunch thing, the Sunday fun day thing. Um, get up with us. Spend some time with the fam. We can kick some notes, kick some ideas. I, I didn't even tell everybody. So I, I dragged Peanut out last week to brunch and we brought a notepad and I made him put down notes for like a good 45 minutes. And I was, I was definitely in the bar writing down. Shin's notepad and people are looking at me real crazy. Yeah, like, what the hell is they're like, doing? what is going on? I mean, yeah. we, we legit had a business brunch because it's like, uh, I, I tell Peanut, it's I, I appreciate so much that I know that he has a life outside of this. I know he has a career um, and he knows I do too, but he contributes ideas and thoughts and time to this thing that we do when he can and never complains about anything, always works with the schedule, is just really committed as I am to giving you guys this thing that you seem to like. Um, so yeah, we sat in the bar, mm-hmm. we wrote notes. Um, somebody may have handed me some edibles to put in my mimosa. Um, <laughs> and that's, that, that, that's another story for another time. <laughs> that's, that's another story. I don't for know what time. he's talking about. Yeah. He, peanut, peanuts, um, held to a different standard, his job than I am. So, um, yeah, outside of that, man, that's about what I have. South Congress Podcast, episode 31. Again, thanks, everybody, for listening in. Um, definitely get out to Southern Unique Creations. Get mm-hmm. your food on. You will not regret it. It is so good. Yeah, we're, I still got the itis right now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, for Peanut. And it's very filling, too. Yeah, I was, I was out of there. We, went, mm-hmm. we came to the house, and I immediately needed a margarita um, to sit mar- down longer. We had margaritas. It was great. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, man. Also, wait, one more thing before we get out of here. What's up? Can you please tell the people that I am not a Twitter honey? Cameron is definitely a Twitter honey. The with fuck? His, with his nipple showing out and everything. First of all, I'm a man, so it doesn't matter. It, mm, that's debatable. <laughs> but but it, it's, it's like someone said, he's definitely going to start putting the pasty little uh, star pasties on his nipples I'm and shit. I'm definitely not putting pasties on He's my going shoes. to watch. Give it about a month so he'll do it. Guys, I'm just a guy who was a fat guy. Who's not as fat of a guy now. So now he's setting thirst traps. I'm definitely not setting thirst traps. I got a new body. I can show off whatever I want now. Look at me. Guys, thanks so much for listening. to me. Thanks so much for listening to this week's show. (laughs) Definitely going to put Peanut in a headlock as soon as we get out of here. Hell no. South Congress Podcast, episode 31. And we're out. Bye. Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit redbubble.com and tpublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. <laughs>